What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back. The All Pro Droppers would love to uh, tell you guys a few things that have been going on. But before we get to that, this All Pro Droppers again, highly elevated sports talk. For the highly elevated sports fan, this episode brought to you by Popple, uh, the number one digital business card for teams and individuals go to popple.co and use the promo code pvpfamily for 25% off or for 20% off at checkout popple we help professionals network better i am your host jp alongside me as always the 610 beast from the southeast mr country k what up k konnichiwa that's how we got back to this right uh yeah yeah no <laughs> took a little bit of a we took a week hiatus uh apologize for that but uh shit needed to be done in uh in outside the light uh but we got a nice show on the way for you guys today uh you know a lot of things have been happening at least on the nfl end but we wanted to talk a little bit about some things about the wnba and the possible future of anything else that happens on the show but we also have a guest uh coming on at 7 30. um for those of you guys who don't know he's been a social media viral sensation um as a goalie for the adult safe hockey league out there in canada uh nick the goalie nick weston will be joining us at 7 30. Uh, to talk a little bit about himself. I wanted to get him on because I'd like to give him a little bit of credit uh, for the viewership and the followers and stuff like that that we ended up gaining um, because of a reaction video that I did to one of the videos that he put. That video right now is currently sitting at 117,000 likes, over 117,000 views, uh, over 5,000 likes, and it was literally myself and everybody else laughing along with the fact that this guy is literally playing hockey games while doing impersonations and even acting like uh his controller died in the middle of the game so we'll talk to him a little bit about that once he comes on but for right now uh wanted to get into it k uh kylo murray signs his deal uh 230.5 million dollars is in Kyler Murray's bank account over at least for the next few years. It'll be in his bank account with an interesting um, addendum, as they called it, that they put into the contract that got leaked was that Kyler Murray is required in con- by contract. He is required at least four hours of independent study. Um for the week, for like for game planning and everything like that. Four hours of individual uh, independent study. My question to you, okay. How the fuck are they going to monitor that? Hey, look. Hey. <laughs> like, how, how the hell does this need to be? First of all, why do you need to have it into the contract? Were you so afraid that he wasn't going to be doing any independent study on his own that you had to make that a contract? Contractual thing? Because if so... I don't think the guy's worth $230 million if you're going to have to put that into the contract. 
Oh my gosh, it's so much to go with this. Oh, all right. So, people, this is my real reaction because this is the first time I'm hearing that part of it. When oh. I saw Carlos, when I, I'm telling you, <laughs> so when I saw Carlos' contract come up on my phone, I was looking just like Jimmy, like, they gave him how much? I'm like, okay. This is what we're giving Kyler off of one better year. better be winning Super Bowl. But now that you hear that, but they're requiring four hours a week. I gotta let it sit. I gotta let it sit. I gotta let it sit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you went no damn Super Bowl, <laughs> Arizona? Talking about it ain't Kurt Warner. <laughs> no. Uh-oh. No, I will say though, uh, Kyler is good. He has is good. Two hundred and thirty million good though. That's the his question. ability. His ability is. Mm. His ability is. I'm okay. not sure if his if his football acumen is. If that makes sense. Like he his ability, like he can throw the ball like a two hundred million dollar man. He can run. He can get escape sacks. You know what I'm saying? He can do everything as far as like playing football. But if right. they gotta put that in your contract that you gotta study for four hours, my boy, you out here like Urban Meyer, like who the fuck is number ninety nine type shit? Like what the <laughs> fuck is you talking about? Four, I, like bro, do you are you fucking serious? Four, four I, hours a week. Study. Four they hours a week. Study, bro. They paying you to study? Four hours a week, bro. I think that's that's nothing. That's nothing, essentially. Four hours in a week to prepare for a game? That's nothing. I'm going to be honest with you. That shit might have fucked up. They whole strategy on getting free agents. Nobody's going to want to play with Kyle if that's what you got to get paid to study. You're not taking that shit You might as well go to baseball. I'm not. I'm not doing film study or any independent study unless I'm getting paid for it. If I'm not on the clock, then fuck it. I ain't doing it. What, bro? You're supposed to be the franchise quarterback. You're supposed to be the guy that takes this team to the next level, and they have to incentivize you to actually do study work, bro. You might as well have gone to the MLB. Then. Like you, you might as well just gone a bit in Oakland, eh? bro. Like that, that bro, that's just another angle. fucking ridiculous. Here's another angle. This motherfucker sends a goddamn ultimatum a few months back, and they have yeah. to pay you to study. <laughs> you sent an ultimatum, bro, and they gotta pay you to study. Unless that's just some shit y'all trying to do to get some money. That shit sounds crazy to me. <laughs> no, no shit, right? I, I no. never thought you actually had to tell a franchise quarterback to study, to actually no. study game film. Either, hey, you know, it doesn't have to be during team time. Do some on your own. The fact that you have to tell a professional football player in the NFL to study is baffling to me. That doesn't that doesn't warrant two hundred two million or, or two hundred thirty million point five. That is no. That's that's not deserving. If that's an incentive, no. You're no. Two hundred maybe. Not that extra thirty mil? No. 
you kiss my ass on that one. You are not on the level of Patrick Mahomes. You are not on the level of Lamar Jackson. You are not on the level of Rodgers and everybody else with that much. No. You have done shit. You have had plenty of opportunities in the beginning of the season. Last year, they went 8-1 and to start off the whole season and then had that fucking fat-ass collapse. Everybody was talking about Kyler Murray being the MVP of the league in that, in that stretch. He was doing so well. But then that last half of the season, what the fuck happened? You crumbled. Absolutely crumbled. In, in the worst way possible. You didn't even make the playoffs. Absolutely. From 8-1 and one to nothing. To getting nowhere. That's just, it's inexcusable. And it was due to, not just due to a, a bad coaching decisions, because, you know, obviously coaching was also a big factor in that. But the quarterback play by Kyler Murray was nothing to brag about. Yeah, he showed flashes here and there. Obviously, he can run, he can throw the football and everything, do the right thing. But his decision-making aspects, it just... Nothing about his play tells me, hey, you know, this is a $230 million man. What part of that tells you he is? Oh, yeah, he can put up numbers, but shit. It, I mean, Matthew Stafford, up until he was in L.A., was robbing the Lions a shit ton of money, not producing a goddamn thing. You know, you got, you got, you got quarterbacks like Sam Bradford making hundreds of millions of dollars from the Rams and whatever other team that he went for after that and absolutely fucking sucked. You don't it's been proven. You don't need to be a franchise guy to be making a shit ton of fucking money at the quarterback position. But if you're the franchise, the guy they are building their team around. Tom, any like the guy who's supposed to make your organization be able to hold up a Lombardi trophy needs to be incentivized to stop. I bet you Tom Brady read that and said, what the fuck? Are you serious? No, Are no, you I, don't serious? Think, I don't think Tom even went there. He's like, well, that's a W. <laughs> he penciled that in. Well, no, that's listen. a W. I know I've already beaten him. That's for fucking damn sure. You're not going to outwork Tom Brady. And then the fact that you have to incentivize that shit. <laughs> oh, man. He's just going to be another guy that just wows you in the regular season and then does nothing. Another so, one of those overpaid guys. Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. Another Dak Prescott. Like, maybe and did you see that video or... of the Cowboys starting – I am hoping to God that that's just a commercial that they were filming or whatever. Because if that's literally what the team looks like, there's no chance in hell. There's no chance in hell. I, I don't even think the running the running back the the running back that they had in there, I don't even think the last name was spelled correctly. Like I, I think it was it was just loose-fitting jerseys and shit looking like Pop Warner-style pads are too big for them. Nothing looked fitted at all. The offensive linemen all look like fucking big sumo dude from the replacements. Like, just walking up there, not just, uh, 
That's what we I'm like, I hope to God that is a fucking commercial of some sort that they're filming and Dak is the star of it because everything else around him, if that is what the Cowboys offense looks like this season. <laughs> oh, Matt Sticks might be a Jets fan for the rest of his life. There might be no coming Maybe. back. <laughs> Maybe. There may be no coming back. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I hope to God this is a commercial. I hope to God for the Dallas Cowboys' sake, this is just a commercial for them. Oh, boy. That shit was wild. That shit was wild. But, I mean, I don't know, man. When it comes to Kyler Murray, seeing that and then seeing that they have to incentivize him. and Again, I don't know how do you, how you monitor that. Like, you would have to literally have somebody – having to, like, him go to a study hall or some shit and be, like, monitored and then putting in times and all that type of shit. No, you just... that's He got badges. They have badges, bro. All they got to do is just check whenever time you went in fucking place. No, but what I'm saying is, like, there's... It's not independent study as if, like, oh, I'm going to go home and do this. Yeah. Like, no, you need to be at the facility doing that to make sure that you're actually doing it. My point, they have to use badges and codes to get in the facility. Bro, so you can just you can shit. just check. I got that. But you can check the times and check the cameras. I mean, shit, it's childish that you got to put it in the contract. That's babysitting, so bro. Bro, you put it in. You put a babysitter contract together, bro. Like, that's kind of what you got to do at that point. You know baby, Yoda, like when, baby Yoda threw a tantrum, so in order to get our full, you know, we gave him his money, but he's going to actually have to study. God damn, bro. I'm sorry if I'm the Cardinals and I see that. I wouldn't mind just, just you know, sucking for a year and then fucking getting one of the, the top QBs to come in the next year's draft. Wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it at all. It's not worth the money or the headache. Nah. To be honest with you. It's just not. Nah, I wouldn't say that. Mm. They ain't had shit since they had Kurt. So they kind of, at this point, they like, shit, we ain't trying to be sorry. Like, we can sit here and babysit this little motherfucker. And hopefully some might come out of it because he, he's uh, an immense talent. Like, he got talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, that's undeniable. But, but the, the bullshit that come with it, he, he, he it might work. Like, that's kind of what they're banking on, that it might work. How much can ego run before it's finally put in check? Um... I mean, it always gets checked, but I mean, some people still running on their ego right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, where's the limit? Where, where's the limit to this shit? Because it, it's it feels like, like the one the ones that are the ones that are getting paid X amount of money. They're not performing at all, but they have the skill set to like. Oh, it, they're essentially getting paid off potential of what they could possibly do. And at that point, it's just kind of a waste of time and money for the team. You know, so it's just, 
again, if I'm a general manager and I'm looking at that and he's like, oh, with the social media handles and all that other kind of stuff, I'm looking at that going, bro, if you want to you be here, hey, fine, you can be somebody else's headache. We can get some good draft capital from you. Hey, we got a first rounder for fucking hot for, or, or we gave up a first rounder for Hollywood Browns. Like, we'll be able to get more back for just selling or giving your contract to somebody else. Like, and, and then we can just capitalize on that and get one of the young QBs coming up. But yeah, I, it I, might, I that, that might, they, Kyla can fucking goddamn play you too. Cause it, like Kyla always got that card. He can retire and go to baseball. Cause he already got hey, drafted. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna be like, oh, the only leverage that he would have is if, well, one, Oakland is not, or Oakland. Yeah, no, Oakland. They're still in Oakland. Um, the Oakland A's are not going to pay him anywhere near the amount that he's getting in the NFL. That's number one. They never have and they never will. So that that's just plain and simple. Um, second, I would tell Kyle, like, that's your leverage. You're going to sit in the minors for a little while because you haven't played baseball, you know, since you got drafted. You've been all football and everything like that. So you're going to have to sit in the minors in order to be able to um, get your shit back together before you get there. So you're going to sit in the minors for a measly contract. Really? Is that something that you want? But, I mean, we'll get back to that in a little bit. But, um, right now, ladies and gentlemen, he is here. We've brought him on. He's finally here. We've got to give credit where the credit is due. Because we've gotten a few followers and a few views and just based off the reactions of this man's videos. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Nick the Goalie, Nick Weston. What's up, my man? Welcome to the show. Oh, not too much, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely, brother. I, I, had, to, I had to say this because I came across your videos uh, on Instagram, the reels and everything else like that. And one thing that I couldn't really believe, I was like, holy shit, he's doing all of this during a game. Like, this, this is, uh, the controller died, had me dead. I'm like, this man literally, and it's not even like you were close to the net. You were pretty far out from the net. And you just, you sat there for a good five to ten seconds, it seemed like. And nobody came at you? Like, no, nobody at all decided, hey. We might need to get this guy. Is he, play, is he really doing this? Where did all of this come to fruition? Did you have this idea from a long time ago? You just recording yourself and your reactions, mic'd up stuff, or how did that all come into play? Yeah, I mean, I, I've always wanted to be like a content creator, and I just, you know, I, I dabble in a bunch of different video genres, and none of it was like kind of really the right fit for me because um, I wanted to be consistent, and hockey was the one thing that I did consistently every week and stuff. So um, I thought, you know, how funny would it be just to put a mic and uh, a GoPro in the net at the time and, uh, you know, see how that goes. And uh, it didn't really go anywhere early on. It kind of started in uh, 2018, I think is when I started to give it a go. Um, didn't really go anywhere uh, until TikTok came along and uh, decided to try it again in 2020. And then that's when, uh, you know, the snowball just got so huge. <laughs> So so now is it the uh, I tried to do a little bit of research and from what I saw it's the Adult Safe Hockey League. Yeah. Is it? 
that you guys so your team is the the team that you play for yeah i play I uh for two teams in the ashl uh hatrick swayze is my summer team and then uh dynamite is my uh my team throughout the summer and winter and then so this league i mean you started here you said 2018 or was it earlier than yeah. that and then 2018 was when you just decided to yeah 2018 was when i kind of started the videos and then when they started to become a little more popular. I was like, okay, maybe I have to start playing year round. Um, and that's when I started to join the ASHL and uh, just started playing year round so I could keep the content up. Is it just for fun thing or is it something like you actually have aspirations of possibly moving on to some sort of next level? Um, it, it's just for fun and uh, for now. And I would love to see it grow into something you know, sustainable at some, at some point, maybe that would be the, you know, the long-term goal and, and dream, I guess, too. But um, yeah, for now I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at and uh, I got lots of big, big things planned in the future to change up the videos a little bit. So really excited okay. about that. I was just about to say, I was like, is there anything that you can kind of give away or what's, what's to come? Or are you trying to keep everything hush hush until it actually gets here? Um, well, I've been working for months on this one video idea. I'm, I'm really going to try and switch my focus over to YouTube. Um, yeah. And to be honest with you, a, a lot of the, I mean, I, I love all the hockey creators, don't get me wrong, but I can only watch so much of it before it gets a little repetitive. And, that, and that's for me too, personally, like my videos as well. I, I feel like I get bored of them sometimes. So if I'm bored of them, then the audience is bored of them. So I'm working on a way to keep retention the best I can. And um, I have this idea that I'm not going to give away yet, but uh, I, I think they're going to do quite well. What uh, what's planned? Are you trying to go like exclusively to YouTube? Or are you going to keep trying to utilize the reels and stuff on Instagram and Facebook? Because I've actually kind of noticed that the reels is kind of where it's at right now, especially Facebook and Instagram. Those are that's where it needs to be. Like, yeah, you can have posts and stuff like that, but reels is kind of where is that did it take you very long to kind of figure that out or was that something that you kind of stumbled upon as well yeah um so so how that kind of all started was um i i started on tiktok that was basically my my main place where i started posting grew a little following there and then instagram in, uh, introduced reels so i was like okay well i should probably post to reels uh and then that's when my uh, instagram following grew a bit because i was just making those consistent videos same, the same video and just posting it on Instagram for those who don't have TikTok. Uh, yeah. And then I, I don't know how this is for timing, but YouTube uh, introduced shorts. And I was like, well, I make short form content. Why don't I just upload to YouTube? And uh, then the YouTube started to pick up a bit. So um, it's really important to kind of stay on those, those trending things that the social media pages are, are putting out. Uh, whatever it is, you got to take advantage of it. That's, that's the way that I've looked at it. And it's been working nicely for me. I would say it's kind of seems like it's been snowballing a bit. Like you come on some, one thing and it's just like, oh, hey, this is working. Oh, wait, this is the same thing. I, it's just multiple platforms to be able to to grow the audience. And speaking, of, and, and speaking of the audience and stuff like that, everything, at least from what I've been seeing, comment sections and stuff like that, everything is pretty well received and stuff like that. Do you have any... So when it comes to like social media influencers and stuff like that, I want to find out uh, 
any weird stories when it comes to followers either hitting at you with the DMs or crazy fan whatever in the comment section or have you had any I mean you've gotten millions of views you know all over the place so there's got to be something where it kind of where it made you just what the hell was that like has there been anything noteworthy that you'll kind of bring with you and remember for a while yeah shockingly everything's been super well received and I don't get too much weird dms or weird comments i don't i don't um, i i want to get chirped though uh, so i'm a little disappointed <laughs> that i'm not getting chirped too much but uh because i like to have fun with that but um i've been asked to be a sugar baby twice that's probably the one that uh <laughs> that's probably the one that's stuck in my head that or, or stand out the most at least <laughs> I, they couldn't take the offer i'm assuming uh, I, I don't know i'm just that's not, that's not me. I'm just going to focus on uh, what I'm doing now. Thanks for the offer. You'll find someone, I, I, I hope, maybe. Hey, fair. Everyone has their, their stick and what, what, uh, what works for them. But, hey, that's, that's pretty hilarious that just get, hey, I'll be your sugar baby. Like, wow, okay. Or yeah. you can be my sugar baby. Like, well, I'm, I think I'm already doing, doing pretty good on my own. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um. Talk a little bit about the the ASHL because my first impression, I kind of thought about it as like a like almost like a beer league softball type of thing, but then I kind of looked at it and I was like, oh, this kind of looks more like a semi pro type of deal. Like, what what's the a the ASHL all about? ASHL is all beer league. It's it's all beer league guys, but they have uh, a bunch of different levels, which is really nice. So it, it you could really just be anywhere in your hockey journey and you can just play there uh they have i think the lowest is e division and it could go all the way to a which are x pros um and then they even introduced like 30 30 plus leagues or 35 plus or 40 plus 50 plus uh so you can really just dial it in and find exactly what you're looking for which is really nice what do those 50 plus games look like because, oh, I can just imagine 50, 50 60-year-olds on the ice. What, what does that visually look like? Have you been to any of those games? Oh, yeah. I mean, most of my content is playing with uh, guys in around that age. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a little slower, uh, some more than others. Like, some of them are actually a lot of fun to play in. Um, like my casual league where uh, or my casual group where the uh, the controller died that that isn't ashl that's just a casual group and it's an older group of guys but they're a lot of fun to play with and uh, but there are other guys that are just really slow and can't take passes can't make passes and one time they'll shoot at your pads and the next time it's going to go bar down like there's it's 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 fun <laughs> because it's hard to read and you always got to stay on your toes with things with uh, guys like that but uh, you know it's fun so now now we're at a point where i mean like you said you're you're getting into different things you're expanding you're wanting to do more things have been well received um when it comes to at least in the now what makes you think of do is this all like on the fly you just all right here's the mic there's the camera whatever comes at the top of the dome is what's getting done or is there a little bit of you know there's some practice before a game what you might do or what you you know possibly think of beforehand 
for the most part, it's uh, on the fly, just whatever happens in the moment. But sometimes there are things that I like to, you know, brainstorm a bit. It's like, oh, it'd be funny if I do this. Or uh, sometimes I just put myself in bad situations on purpose because it can make good content. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, team's fine. We're we're good. No, I need I need the content. <laughs> yeah, the content, content's king right now. So I mean, the the whole controller died thing. I was like, oh, this could be kind of fun. I was going to say, was that something that was just on the fly or was that something you thought about in the right situation? I'm going to pull this off. Yeah, that one was on the fly. I was like, oh, let's come out a little bit and uh, see if anybody takes the puck for me. <laughs> Nobody did. It, it, it took the first. I, I think everyone might have been in shock. Yeah, one guy tried. You, you can see it in the video. I think I cropped in a little bit. You see one guy just take a tap at it, but just he just skates right by, just a tap and skate right by and uh, just held it for a couple more seconds. And uh, that was a good clip. It was it was well received by a lot of people. So. Oh yeah, it really was one of those. I was just like, I think everyone is just everyone on the ice seemed just as shocked as people who were probably watching it. Going, this dude really just out in the middle of the ice with with the puck, not doing anything with it. Like, what what's he gonna do? Like, that's that's pretty. And the sound effects. What the. The one where he was like, that one had me rolling. Like, random, just top of the head stuff. Top of the head stuff. And I kind of get inspired just by like, you know, watching things on YouTube or watching TV. And then sometimes it just sticks in my head. And then I just, I'll just do it out on the ice. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was watching that show earlier. And I guess it was just stuck in my head. (laughs) Oh, man. And, And have you gotten any like phone calls or any like emails anybody reaching out from either somewhere on the next level or somebody who might want to uh work with you in like you know the content creating aspect you know maybe you not might not be on the ice but hey you can help us in production value and what could be cool you know for everybody else have you gotten reached out by anybody uh not not like that no um I wish they did because uh, I really like just making content and uh, be happy to work with anybody if it if it makes sense, I guess. Somebody somebody in the NHL needs to, to hey, let's mic the goalies and just watch the magic because I feel like there could be some some goalies in the NHL who can who can do some really good chirping down on the ice. So yeah, I think I think what you're doing is because I've never seen really anything. Like, I mean, you've seen mic'd up moments you know, guys on the ice and everything else like that. But you never really saw the comedy aspect of it, like a goalie just kind of out there having fun, doing his thing, you know, in the middle of a game. So hopefully that inspires others and maybe even at the professional level to – and hopefully they'll give you credit too. There's a lot of people, and we've been – we've talked about on this show, we've talked about certain things, and all of a sudden ESPN picks it up. You know, a couple of days later, hold on, we just talked about that. Like, so hopefully they give you credit, you know, somewhere down the line. Hey, yeah, this dude, Nick the goalie, yeah, he was really the inspiration behind this, not acting like it's their own brainchild. Because if I'm not mistaken, you're pretty much the first one to come out with content like this. In a way, yeah, uh, definitely not the first when it comes to mic'd up. Um, I think uh, either Trapper Oilers or Kane Van Gate were, they're kind of like the pioneers of the, the YouTube goalie space or, or influencer goalie space, if you want to call it that. 
Um, yeah, and I'd be lying if I said I didn't get the idea from Trapper Oilers to be mic'd up. So, um, yeah, he posted a lot of uh, mic'd up in his junior days, and uh, mm. recently he's just brought it back for his his pro hockey career, and uh, it, it's great stuff. I, I love hearing it, and I love seeing a bit of personality in the game because the game just needs it. It's, it's lacking personality, and I love to see you know some funny bits thrown in there. I was always just a huge fan of the NHL 24 seven. Uh, mm. you just get to be, you know, you feel like you're in the room in a way and you get to hear things and see things that, you know, the average fan doesn't get to see most of the time. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like to, you know, I like to see the personality in the game grow a little bit. And, you know, if I can inspire others to, to do that, that's amazing. Absolutely. No, is there anything in the NHL that you see personally because i mean obviously somebody who plays hockey i'm assuming you're a fan of hockey you know watching it in, in general is there anything that the, that you believe that the nhl could possibly do to kind of either bring more viewership or, or something in order to kind of grow the game it's kind of hockey has what i would like to call the equivalent of like a cult following not like universally in 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 the states at least it's not the biggest sport here, but there's a good following, especially enough to keep it uh, afloat. So is there anything that you see now that can help the popularity uh, of the game? Good question. Um, I, I think you got to get the uh, kind of the higher end uh, influence and influencers involved, like uh, Pavel Barber, Zach Bell. I know they're starting to do that. They, they brought them out to uh, the all-star game and stuff, but uh, you know, hockey is just like the audience is just so old and, and by the book. And uh, I personally appreciate Trevor Zegers plays and, and, and stuff like that. Just something new to the game and new and fresh, you know, uh, try a couple things. If it doesn't work, then move on to the next thing. But uh, I don't know, like rookies versus bets, you know, before the season, you know, begins or whatever just or, or like retired alumni or whatever or like a, a ball hockey game or i don't know just some sort of like i don't know you can, i mean the the possibilities are endless of what you can really do to to bring more people in because i would love to see it for the, you know the game needs it. it well i mean it would give more people uh more outlets because i know there's a lot of times where people kind of get bored in between uh, seasons and stuff like because uh, at least in the, in the states and stuff like it's really only centralized around football and basketball and baseball and even baseball is kind of dying off right now. So it, it, it's kind of one of those looking for a sport, looking for something to kind of keep our interests and everything. So when you look at hockey, it's an exciting sport. You know, it's not something that I, you know, grew up watching. So when I actually moved to California and started watching, like, the Sharks and and uh, um, I've just been seeing, like, later, like, the Golden Knights and everything like that. But I've been to a few Sharks games and actually being there in the stadium, I mean, the atmosphere is, is absolutely electric. The games are fast-paced and fun to watch. So it does kind of sit here and make me wonder. What is it that hockey is missing? Is it the personalities? Is it the content? Is it, you know, maybe the NHL isn't promoting their superstars the right way? Like, is there anything, like maybe intake that you might put in there that could possibly help out? 
Yeah, I, I, I do think uh, the players definitely have something to do with it. Um, you know, every interview you see, it's the same answer. You know, it's and they're and they're talking like this, and you know, we got to get pucks deep, we got to get pucks in the net, and blah blah. We've all heard it before. Uh, <laughs> where like basketball guys will go like, "I'm the best in the world right now. Nobody can beat me." You know, that, that's the stuff I want to see in the game. Me personally, I think I think it'd be good for even for each individual player's brand. But I I don't think we'll ever see anything like that. I mean, it is kind of wild, especially how brutal the sport can be. How, I don't want to say down to earth, but like very generic and kind of humble, almost gentleman's game type of thing. Hmm. You know, as hard hitting and as brutal as you can, there's a lot of chirping on the ice, I'm sure. But, you know, again, it's, it's by the book style stuff. It's not anything outside of the realm of something like you said, like it's just robotic at this point. It's just kind of the same answers. And it's really kind of the same questions. You know, you got guys over here, over there on letter. Can you kind of make it fun of that, that aspect of the whole thing? Like this, the, 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 I love this so much. Cracks me up. I, I, I watch it and I go like, if this is anything, what it really is like, I'm like that, that's fucking hilarious. And I want to just, I want to see more of it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it seems just the personalities are kind of. Do you see anything in the generations coming up that might be changing that, or is it just kind of? It seems like it's the same old, same old story. No matter what league you're really in. I don't know. It seems same old to me. But uh, or who was it? The guy that uh, the guy that got drafted by who was it? Uh, Tampa Bay. I think it was Tampa Bay who says, you know. I'm the best looking guy here. I'm the best dressed guy here. And he went like 31st overall or something. That's what I want to see. I want to see more of that guy. Guys that were overconfident and not necessarily in the position to be that way. They just are. Just It's just, it's just refreshing. But as a fan, I see that as kind of refreshing. Well, I mean, again, it's it's something – it's new. It's something that it's not over – because you see the other sports, there's at least some sort of evolution. Not so much as baseball, but that that's a bad example. I'm just saying, like other sports, just over it evolves with you know either fan bases and and they start to encourage certain behaviors and everything. like hockey. One of the things, at least that I remember, was so attracted to it was the fighting aspect of it. Like I was like, oh wow, like dude, like if you hit somebody wrong, they just you get two, you get five minutes for for that. That cool any any other league you're getting arrested like any other league you're yeah. you're getting walked off the field i just go sit and time out for five minutes that was awesome and now it's being dialed back it's kind of look as goonish and it's almost frowned upon now and i'm like something that brought the game to where it is being frowned upon is kind of baffling to me like it, it, why are they trying to take that out of the game it's dangerous, I guess, but uh, yeah, <laughs> boxing's dangerous, but they allow that to happen. You're definitely seeing a shift towards more like a speed and skill kind of game where there, you don't see the, the enforcer role as much anymore. Or if there is an enforcer role, the enforcer is also like really, really skilled. Mm. I, I don't know, man. I'm just looking at it going. It, it, I, I get like uh, – the unnecessary fighting and everything like that. But that, I mean, that's, that's one thing, but like retaliation stuff, especially for like cheap shots and stuff like that. 
Uh, come on. I mean, anybody on any other team, let, let, we're going to throw the gloves down and let's do. Like, it's not even going to. But to kind of, I'm just hearing, um, because wanting to know a little bit more about it, We, especially here on this show, we want to bring more than just the top three. And we don't even do baseball because it's not even much to talk about right now. So it's just, we're, we're trying to learn more. So but from what I see from the past to what it is now, it's a little watered down. But like you said, the skill level, at least, is still up there. It's just there's something lacking. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah no, it's, it's true because you know, I, I, would love, I would love to see. I don't know. I mean, depends on the team. I guess just depends on the teams. Like if, that, if it's a battle of Alberta, I, I love seeing all the fights and the occasional goalie fights too. But uh, oh, see, um, have you have you ever been in a goalie fight? Uh, with a friend once. Uh, so I wouldn't really count that. But uh, I can't fight to save my life, so that was, <laughs> I'll take the L there. <laughs> we'll, we'll stay as the uh, the guy doing the voices and the losing the the power to the controller on the ice. Yeah, than, than fighting. That, yeah, that's but I, I've always said myself, if I ever get into that situation where somebody doesn't like me talking out there and wants to fight, I will, uh, I will let it happen if it gets to it because it'd be great content. <laughs> oh man, hey Nick the goalie, yeah, the guy that you guys were laughing. <laughs> His fighting is comedy too. You should watch that. Exactly. Be- <laughs> it would be hilarious. So if, if it ever presents itself. Uh, well, maybe I'll rattle some feathers a little bit. I was gonna say we might get a clip right here. You gonna be calling anybody out? Getting Nick the goalie uh, an open challenge for content or? Yeah, no. But if it happens in the moment and somebody's really upset, then I'll get in their face. I think it'll be it'll be great. All right. <laughs> well, if it happens, I will be reacting to it in the best way. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Nick the goalie, Nick Weston, appreciate you for hanging out with us for a little bit. And we appreciate uh, the fact that you're putting out this content that's actually helping us gain viewership and followers too. So we appreciate you in that aspect as well, Nick. Uh, good luck with everything else. And we can't wait to see uh, the content and everything that you do uh, coming up. Appreciate it, my man. That's terrific, guys. Thank you guys so much for having me. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. Nick, the goalie. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, dude, it's just uh, it, it it's pretty funny because again, um, we got quite a few followers, um, from that reaction video. A lot of views, likes, and you know, followers and everything else like that. People getting added to the Jaffo army, left and right, and you know. Not only do we want to get better, we like seeing other people eat and get better too. So seeing him uh, just out there having fun and creating content and everything else like that, it's cool to see. So uh, go give Nick uh, the goalie a follow, Nick the goalie underscore one on all social media platforms, especially YouTube. Look for that as well because, again, he's got something coming and uh, it's going to be interesting to see. And uh, that interview or that conversation call it interview uh that conversation uh, brought to you by raise energy you guys already know the best energy drink on the entire planet 
uh, raise energy. They have back-to-back Clash of the Cans and Champions. They come out with limited-time offers every single month. And they just did the Blue Shock. That is, they're now from limited time to absolute permanent. The gear, the pre-workouts, everything that you can need from Raise Energy. Go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com, and use the promo code ALPHARAISE for 15% off of your order. Raise Energy. Demand more. Join the Raise Rebellion. We appreciate Raise for being with us since day one. Um, so now getting into even more uh, talk today. Uh, first of all, okay, what'd you think about Nick? A little feedback from Nick. What'd you think? Cool guy. Um, uh, to be full disclosure, I didn't even know he was coming on today. Oh, I thought I told. Oh, I didn't tell you guys. I had no oh, idea. Oh shit. Going on. If you look back on this episode, when you get to the moment you're like, we got Nick coming on at 730, you see my face. I was like, oh, we got a guest today. Like, oh, shit. I, I could have sworn I told you guys. Oh, shit. That's my fault. Completely my fault. Surprise <laughs> guest for Kay. Not a surprise at all for me. Okay. I um, didn't even see the video. Yeah. So I was, I was like, all of this was new. That's why I just faded into the darkness like Homer Simpson. <laughs> There was no disrespect to Nick or anything like oh, that. I had no shit. idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Well, all right. Well, that I, I guess I could I could say, well, at, as far as watching the video, that's on you because I know I've sent plenty of pictures and stuff like that about how that thing was going up and viewership and everything. I know I've done that before. So that one is on you. But not knowing yeah, not knowing the guest. Not knowing the guest. That that's on me. I should have communicated that. Uh, or better. I thought I did, but uh, uh, obviously I was hitting this a little too often and I did not. Uh, I feel like I feel like uh, uh it's definitely my fault I didn't see the video, but at the same time, normally when you tell us we have guests and you've done something as far as already before talking about them or something, you'll say, like, I did some shit on them. And then I'll go check again. Like, that's my double check or whatever the fuck. Because when you bring it up or whatever, and then I'll be like, oh, shit, let me go check that shit out really quickly. Yeah. So yeah, I should have saw it the first go around. That's all good. It's all good. We, we, we do things, and it worked out anyway. But, yeah, appreciate Nick uh, once again for – uh, hanging out with us a bit and talking a little bit about himself and how he, he's at where he's at. Uh, videos are just fucking hilarious, bro. I, I remember coming across it going like, wait a minute, he's doing all of this during the game. Like, where is this? And then it just sent me down the rabbit hole of uh, of the league and, and everything else like that. But he's, he's there for, to make content and do it as funny as possible and everything kind of brings some... Uh, and bring some light to the game of hockey because again, it is an exciting sport to watch, especially if you're there live. It, it's 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 fast paced. It's just the marketing and everything else like that. There's there's a problem with it. They don't market yeah. nearly as well um, as the other sports do, and I think that's one of 
hockey's biggest problems is their lack of marketing ability. Um, but I mean, eventually, I mean, you either you either evolve or you die. So they're gonna have to figure it out at some point. Um, but yeah, once again, appreciate Nick for for coming on and hanging out with us for a little bit um, and uh, talking back and forth. Um, one uh, subject that we wanted to talk about, or at least one that I wanted to talk about, is something that we've been talking about at least off air. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about and kind of bring more of coverage, I guess you can say, um, to the WNBA. And we started getting into a little bit of a, what you would call a conundrum of why uh the WNBA is in the state that it's in um now i want to make a full disclosure uh and you're seeing me just like move shit sorry i gotta do everything from my phone uh a full disclosure what you're about to hear <laughs> um not everybody is gonna is uh gonna agree with and that's okay um but just know that everything that we say on this show for the most part has been you know yeah certain conversations and reactions and stuff like that are on the fly but certain discrepancies like the ways we feel about certain things like we we sit we think we don't we try not to think too irrationally um but we came to kind of a bit of an understanding of why the WNBA is kind of sinking. And first things first, um, the, I, the, not the, I shouldn't say the idea, the, 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 what is the idea? The idea of the equal pay aspect of, uh, you know, WNBA players not making nearly as much money as uh, NBA players. Um, you got to get to the facts of, of the matter and how business is actually run and how things have been going and how you can't necessarily blame it on somebody who's got something swinging between their legs or the NBA itself. Um, Kay, I ask you this, the lack of female attendance for the, um, as much as people advocate for the equal pay, nobody's showing up to the games. So it becomes, instead of blaming everyone else around you for what is why not look in the mirror like we saw we saw that quote with bill burr it's like you know the WNBA has been subsidized by the nba forever but you don't see you don't see feminists you don't see women you don't see anybody like packing the stadiums as much as they're you know out and protesting for you know equal pay and all this other kind of stuff they're not actually at the games for it to mean anything. It's like you can't pay 
you can't pay these ladies what the men are making because the income isn't there. They can't. They physically can't. They're already being subsidized by the NBA to stay afloat. If that money's not coming in, they're not going to be able to pay the players that much money. So with ladies not being able to come in and fill the stadium and not paying attention to it, it's kind of, it's a little baffling to me. It's like there, there's a whole lot of talk, not a whole lot of action. I mean, Kay, in, the, in the long run, we've seen these women play, and they can play. These ladies mm-hmm. can ball. But, I mean, from your aspect and how you see it, what needs to be done and do you think it can be done? Well, I firstly, I think Bill Burr summed that shit up perfectly. <laughs> personally. Because man, it's a league for women. Why the fuck aren't women watching it? I saw that stand up and he's like, you know, women are more uh, intrigued with, uh, you know, the real housewives and women breaking other women down and everything else like that rather than women coming together and work. I thought it was a good joke, but then when you actually kind of look at it, it's kind of like, well, I mean, again, you can't really make the argument of they should have equal pay when you're not packing the, the seat. You have to be the ones who, you know, all these feminists are come out and saying that this should happen. They're not at the games. Like, every every player in the U.S. women's soccer team, they're not at WWE games all the time. They're at NBA games. We've seen that. You know, on camera and everything. You know, Megan Rapino and everybody else. They're at NBA games, courtside. You know, if they're at WNBA games, I haven't seen it or they haven't covered it as if something that's a, you know, all these, you know, athletes and stuff like that everywhere. I mean, their families, they're literally only playing in front of like 500 to 1,000 people. Like it's barely, barely, not even half the gym. And it's like, well, how do you want them to get better and how do you want them to get paid if you're not showing up? Like, I, I don't understand the blaming process in this whole thing. Like, I mean, I would love to be able to cover more of the WNBA because, again, like, at least from what I've seen, these ladies do ball out. The fundamentals of everything, like it, it, it's all there. I, I but there's got to be at least a little bit of self awareness, right? Like at some yeah, point, you got to look yourself like in the mirror and really. Un- that's the problem, though. That's a big problem because you're if you're not not yeah. able to have a little bit of self awareness about the situation, you're not going to get better. It's not gonna change. So I, I don't know, man. I, I I'm just, I'm kind of shocked because again, there's there's like simple solutions to all of it, but 
and it's just not being done. But it's just the the fact of reality of it. Uh, I don't know, man. There's just a lot of things that if 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 other women are so up in arms about it, fucking pack the seats. You know, get 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 in there and go support these women. Pay less attention to what's happening with Kim Kardashian and let's look at the career of Candace Parker. You know, Lisa Leslie, you know, uh, uh, Michelle Miller. You know, all of these women who came and played the, played the game of basketball and did it well at a high level. You, you know, talking about Cheryl Miller? Cheryl Miller. To my Sorry, why is that Michelle? I was like, Michelle. he's like, who the like, fuck is Michelle Miller? Miller? Did I say? Did I say Michelle? Miller? Cheryl. Sorry, you said Cheryl. Michelle. I'm like, who mm-hmm. is Michelle? My bad. There's probably a Michelle in there, but I'm just saying, I got the name fixed. See, we're not talking about it enough. So I'm fucking up on names. All right, you can't That's fuck up on Cheryl though. I know. Cheryl's I know. It's Miller. inexcusable. It, it's the it's inexcusable. Yes. But no, nah, seriously I, though, all seriousness, I feel like at this point, I feel like if you don't complain about the WNB, you got a former player or a current player, or you got to show your fucking goddamn season season ticket holders card or information. You got to show us some season ticket holder shit because if you're not involved, I don't want to fucking hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to show me a recent ticket of going to the game. Like, show me some flossing-ass Instagram bullshit. You at the WNBA game sitting courtside because you know them tickets about $75. So. Or less. There are some games no, where they give away like tickets. No, no, seriously. There are some yeah. games where they are giving away tickets to pack seats. Like, I, I, I'm not even kidding. I wish I was kidding, but that that's that's a sad fact. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they're happy, you know. So it's kind of like, uh, again, you know, you gotta, if you're gonna talk the talk, you need to walk the walk. Like, you need to have, if you're gonna have this support, then be there, be courtside, you know, get have all you know, just as much legacy as y'all say there is, show it, be proud of it, put that stuff out there, like, get like. I, I mean, I don't know what needs to happen. You know, the quality of play is is fine. It's getting better. Too. You know, it's getting better than, you know, having final scores of 54 to 53. It's better than that. You know, now, like, the 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 players that are coming up out of college and everything else like that, it, it, it's all getting better. It's going in the right direction. It's just a matter of getting the people who supposedly show all of the support in the world to actually put their money where their mouth is and get to the stadium and sh- and support these women. Really? But that's really what it's going to come down to. Yeah, I mean, it, I would love to say like, oh yeah, you know, we need to have you know more men should probably, you know, but but. Again, and Bill Burr put this, we have our own. This was for you guys. This was something that you wanted. This was something that, like, we'll get there and show you some. There needs to be more women at these WNBA games than there needs to be men. You know, to be honest, 
you know, because like you said, we've got our own sports to worry about. We got the the our NFL and NBA team. Not to say that we won't watch, but there's just already so much and everything going on. But it's like it, it, it's again with all this talk of there needs to be the equal pay. Well, you need to finance the, that equal pay. It'll impress me the day the WNBA is no longer subsidized by the NBA can stay afloat by itself. When it can do that, when the WNBA finally gets the amount of support and the amount of finances that they, you know, these ladies really do deserve, they bust their ass on the court every day. The women on the court are busting their ass every single day. You cannot take that away from them. But what's taken away from them is the lack of actual support. There's talk, but there's no actual physical support. So the day that the WNBA can run on its own will be a successful day in women's sports. Bar none, hands down. And that'll be something to actually see because, like, it, and I'd be happy. I'd be happy to see it. You know, that's true progress and everything else like that. You know, but it, it's just hard for people, for me to listen to people's arguments when they're not willing to back up those arguments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. Um, so right now, I just looked up Michael Jordan's largest contract, right? Mm-hmm. His largest contract was $33.1 million. For one year? Or like uh, thirty-three, thir- like $34 million over a span of like four or five? It was one year. It was one year. One year making $37 million? Thir- one year record setting $30.1 million. He topped it the next year. The last dance year, he made $30.1 million. The next year, he made 33.1. So think about it like this. LeBron James' largest contract is shitting on Michael Jordan's largest. But everybody believes Jordan is a better player. My point of saying all of that is look at the growth of the game where you have the best player that you believe the best player ever has made less money than the people that some believe to be the best player ever. You see what I'm saying? But not, it's not a consensus. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't measure somebody's greatness based on somebody or how much somebody got paid. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the growth of the game, the growth of the game to when LeBron was able to make that much money just you know what I'm saying, off of a contract, like a max deal. Like James Harden got a max deal one year. He made a shitload of money. You get what I'm saying? Like Giannis max deal. Like Bradley Beal max deal. Like all of these motherfuckers max deal is like damn near making what Jordan made. You know what I'm saying? And none of them motherfuckers is Jordan. You get what I'm saying? And it's like the growth of the game got to that point where it's like you got stars, but they not like that guy. You know what I'm saying? And that guy during his time was a fucking crazy amount of money. Nowadays, a rest contract. So the game has to grow. You have to grow your game to where that money makes sense. And that's all it is. It's like 
like he said, that's why I was saying about that point about the women have to go to the games. Like, yeah, the men will support, but it's like at the same time, y'all got to be the backbone to y'all sport. You get what I'm saying? Like, to be all the way honest, like, you got to you gotta be the backbone. That's just straight up and full what it is. You got to go pack them seats. You got to make you got to make it cool. You got to make it cool. Because I'm going to tell you right now, uh, as a person that was <laughs> was in the fucking goddamn in this horse days, I'm not in that now, nor I just go to work now and go to sleep and smoke and shit. <laughs> not that guy you know anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm nowhere near that guy anymore. Dude's uh, going to go where a bunch of females are. <laughs> They're going to go where a bunch of females are. So hey. if y'all start packing the WNBA games, dude's going to show the fuck up. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. They go show the fuck up. Whether they thirsty or they... Now, we're not, we're, we're not telling you that the best of our species is going to be there. Okay, because if you go to any NFL, MLB, NBA stadium, um, it's a mixed bag. Men are animals. It's a mixed bag. <laughs> when it comes it's to sport, bag. it's a mixed bag. Yeah, it's there's actual, there's stadium etiquette, there's proper stadium etiquette, but there's some fucking animals. And, and, and to be completely honest, like it, it, we're at our worst, probably. In those in high competitive moments, we're at our worst. That's just what it is. But again, you if most guys if they see that it's literally a stadium full of women who have an interest in the sport that we also have an interest in, that's another talking point that we can have well, in the relationship with someone. Like, like a that. motherfucker. Man, she should Man. she should shoot more from the elbow because she got a higher pinch there. He started talking like he a damn statistician. <laughs> the domino effect, the snowball, that it's all there. It's all there. You just gotta get up and fucking pack a lunch. That that's and all utilize, that means you have to do it. Ladies, in this situation, y'all gotta take Instagram's blueprint, bro. You gotta take use dude's thirst. You gotta use dude's thirst. You gotta take Instagram. Think about who's the most popular people. Females that barely got their clothes on. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say the women's sports. No, I'm, I'm not like saying that. I'm far. I'm saying like as far that. as as far as using dudes thirst. I'm not saying go out there and have bikinis and do all that. No, I'm saying females pack games because dudes gonna show up. That's it. You uh -oh, can be regular okay, dressed okay. and be. I was say we have to make that very clear. Because some be, people were gonna misinterpret. Presentable that. and be ladies, be women, be yourself. You know what I'm saying? However you present, uh, 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 identify yourself, whatever pronoun you choose. I don't want to disrespect you or fuck you up at any moment, any second. I'll, and then continue with my point. Y'all got to use that. You got to use that as a blueprint. Like I feel like that's y'all only y'all only car right now because you trying to use celebrities. LeBron don't went to a bunch of games. CP3 don't went to a bunch of games. You see what I'm saying? Like they trying. They got to capitalize trying. on it. They're trying to help. Yeah. They definitely try. Think, so it's like, here, here's the here's the here's the question that I ask, and I and I feel like to some people it's an obvious one, but again, to people like to to ones who actually understand the game and can appreciate like fundamentals and everything else like that, I, I ask this: Could it really be the lack of 
physical phenomenons like dunking, the lack of like these incredible dunks from the free throw line and all the is it the lack of that in the WNBA that doesn't spark interest? Or no, can it still spark going, a lot of interest the way it is? No, because the NBA going crazy over fucking goddamn Steph and Kyrie. Neither one of them is just fucking dunking on nobody. Well, Steph the shooting threes, ability and everything. Right. And Kyrie crossing the shit out of everybody. Every female oh. in the WNBA can do, they have the ability to do both of those. You ain't got to dunk to either one of those. So at That's any awesome. point in time, like I said, Sue Bird used to fucking goddamn really, <clears throat> really go to the cup and <clears throat> hit them with it, play some defense. You know what I'm saying? Diana Tarazi really be cooking females still to this day. Still be cooking females. So, you know what I mean? I, I, I didn't know about them for a while. Then I got I got gamed up on them. I, you know what I mean? I had to learn myself. I, I wasn't fully invested. You know what I'm saying? So I had to I, I remember the Lisa Leslie days. And I remember when she came out of college. And Rebecca Lobo. Yeah, like they were the the pioneers of the WNBA, essentially. I remember when Lisa Leslie came out, and I looked at her, I was like, that was before learning about Lisa Leslie is what basically had me learn about Cheryl Miller. Because at first I was like, Lisa Leslie's the greatest female basketball player that I've of all time, blah, 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 blah. Then I hear Cheryl Miller. I was like, wait, Reggie Miller's sister? Yeah, yeah, the older sister. All right, let me look this up. hundred and something points in the game. I'm like, oh, damn. Okay, she did that. She used to beat Reggie Miller on a daily basis. Okay, Reggie Miller's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. And, and to be known that Reggie Miller is still the second best Miller, <laughs> Even though he's in the Hall of Fame, like you get to learn more about the history behind how the WNBA became to be, and the influences behind it, and it's impressive. Why this isn't marketed more and and shown more and everything? Oh man, like I know they just came out with the thirty thirty right now of of how you know the WNBA came to be, but there's still so much more that could be done. But I thought it was, you know, in some people's mind, it was the lack of the ooh and ah, alley-oop dunks and all that other kind of stuff that happened in the NBA game and stuff like that that kind of... But but that's what I'm saying. If you're actual know what you're seeing and, like, the fundamentals and everything, like, everybody loved the Spurs for a long time because they were the most fundamentally sound team in the NBA. You know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't be an excuse, but is that something that does fa- – is that a factoring point for some people? Uh, uh, the Fairweather fans, yeah. So, a lot of the Fairweather fans, they want the excitement because, I mean, basketball is entertainment. So, entertain me. And I don't want to see no damn – play sets, y'all running fucking 35 screens just to get a two-pointer. Like, you know, I try to see that shit, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, for the Fellweather fans, they probably thinking like that. Like, but, I mean, for people that play basketball and understand basketball, like, you know what I mean, a little more than a couple years, they probably like, shit, let the girl go out there and do that thing, let them fight. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, let them get their <laughs> shots in. You know? I'm playing with them. Put their hands up. They got, some, they got some pretty solid shit talking and everything in there, too. Oh, like, yeah. They be talking. I've, talk, I've, I've heard some of the mic. So. Yeah. Let's be real, ladies. Y'all have more to say than we do, and that's a statistical fact. So the amount of shit, and in a competitive high, you know, adrenaline moment, I've heard some of these mic'd up moments. Oh, my Lord. The things that get said. It's like, holy fuck. What, uh, wasn't it uh, not too long ago? Uh, Skyler Diggins and uh, Deanna Tarazi got into it at the, on the sideline on the bench during a timeout. Yeah. Like, whoa, teammates fighting each other. Oh, okay. You see this in the NBA sometimes. That's something. That's, that's something. I mean, shit, they're in the heat of battle. They're trying to make the playoffs. And then, uh, what's your name? Uh, Liz Cambage. Is it Cambage or Cambridge? I, get, Cambage. I know you're talking about it, but... Yeah, something like that. Like her you shit talking on the court yeah. is like, damn, because she towers over most of the women in the NBA. Yeah. So she's over there just like bodying everybody and calling everybody short in the process. I'm like, I'm like God damn, okay. Like that's it, it, it. There are aspects of it that are good, and that's something that we want to cover, and that's something that we want to. Uh, bring more to light. I mean, again, it's not necessarily the responsibility, but I mean, we do want to help out because it is something that we as a group think that you know, kind of like what we said with, with Nick in the NHL, there's a lack of marketing, there's a lack of something, and we want to kind of help figure out what it be and utilize what it is to to the highest potential. And I mean, that should be the goal of everybody to all the feminists, all the women who believe in the equal pay and everything else like that. That should be the goal is to have the WNBA no longer be subsidized by the NBA. So let's make that happen. And then we'll start talking about you, you can be paying your ladies more and actually what they deserve. For the amount of Do the WNBA got a G League? Do you know? Mm-mm. You saying no, they don't have they're, it, or no, they don't know? Their G, no, I don't think they do because I think their G League is college. I don't think the women have a G League. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, they need. They I could need be to completely do wrong with that, but because ain't no way, ain't no way, all these female basketball players we see just say fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no, they just don't all say fuck it. I think they really try out, and then they just get turned down. Then they say, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's kind of what happens. If, if there was a WNBA G League, that would give more opportunity. That's for sure. A little bit more incentive to want to play because there's still the opportunity I mean, to good. get into the WNBA through the G League. I mean, they need to do something. Widen they bench, lengthen their bench or something. They got to do something. Shit, I know these next group of girls that's in high school out there dunking all day, so shit, y'all do something right now. 
No, I, I saw no, that one video. The girl just literally jumped over the other one. And oh, my God. I was like, I was like, did that really just happen? Oh, she fucking right now. She bought them damn soles, them jump soles. She, she thinks she's slick. <laughs> she bought them damn jump soles. Oh, man. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, so let's see. What do we got coming up? We've got a lot coming up. So now just wanted to give a little blueprint of what's soon to be happening. Uh, it's the end of July coming into August, September. Um, football season is coming up. Training camp, everything is going on. We've got fantasy football coming up. We've got uh, games uh, with San Jose State uh, coming up with those home games and everything else like that. So be on the lookout for all of that. Uh, for myself, um, my job allows me to have Sundays and Mondays off. So for – and I was talking to Mad Six a little bit about this um, off – before when we were on uh, Facebook earlier. Um, there are going to be six home games for San Jose State, the ones that we were going to cover. Um, I w- probably will not be able to make all of them. Uh, okay. there, may, there may be situations where, because usually on Saturdays I get off relatively early, like around like 2.30 at the very latest 3 o'clock. Uh, that could be, you know, depending, it, it could be, turn into a situation where depending on how early I get off will depend on whether or not I make the game because it could, the timing of the game, if it's a morning game on a Saturday, chances are I'm probably not going to be able to make it. You're there cooked. will be games though. There will be games though. I know that I'm going to make. I the the San Jose State Hawaii game uh, at San Jose State. I know I'm going to that. That one for sure. I you know, we but, all three of us, if not you and I, we will be there for that one. Josh said, uh, "I'll call and, out for that some bitch." <laughs> I, I, I mean, cause, no, because I talk because I talked to my boss. Like I, I I let him know about what we were doing and that there were six six games um from september into november uh that i needed to cover and he told me he's like i don't know if i can honor all six you like a couple you know two or three maybe maybe half of them but not all six and those two three need to be separated from each other by a, a, a good distance so i know the last home game of the season is against Hawaii, so I know, and that so that's in late November. I know that, so if I have late November, I can kind of go from there and kind of space it out up until now. Um, but for the most part, um, it's either going to be all of us or it's going to be one of us because I know Mad Six is still booked, you know, up until late November, early December. So it'll be a question of how many that he can make. So there may be times where it might just be K, and there might be, there's going to be times where it might be both of us. Hey, it may even get to a point where we're going to have to cover it from home that we just might not be able to make the game that day. That just might end up how you know life happens, you know. But once again, it gets to the point where if you guys want us to have or to be able to do all of this stuff, 
um, on a daily basis and to be able to, you know, cover everything that you guys want covered. You guys got to share it out. You guys got to help us out. You guys got to hit those follows, the notifications, likes. You got to do it all because without the Joppo Army, uh, we can't grow into that. So with you guys' help, we can be able to do stuff like that. So if you guys like what you see, um, I feel like we're on a really good path. Even where we're at, um, we're on a good path. So there's good things that are going to be coming. Um, but we want you guys to be in the know of everything that's going on, even though I don't have Kay and Matsticks in the know with everything all the time, even though I should, uh, as proven today by having Nick and Kay not at all knowing that we were having a guest today. Um, but again, uh, we appreciate everyone, uh, with the support. Um, everyone that we've been talking to, all of our partners, I've been I'm reaching out to all the partners and everything else like that to uh, to uh, groundbreaking enterprises, to Gunner Sports. I'm gonna try and see if I can get something from Pop One Mountain Mikes and Rays. Uh, maybe I can get a couple of things out of them. What we want to do uh, in in that case is instead of me. Um, you know, take it because our conversations can sometimes run just we're just talking, we're talking, we're talking, and we forget to do ads. Uh, at least at this way, it'll be more efficient for us to not only be able to take a break from our own, you know, be able to breathe from our own talking. Um, it gives the opportunity for uh, our partners to be able to show you themselves. Um, uh, what it is that they do and everything and why you know we're partnering with them and everything else like that so video ads like full like full video commercial ads are going to be coming to the show soon it's going to be a more personal touch though uh i reached out to leslie uh groundbreaking enterprise I reached out to kenny and sebastian um i'm probably going to have to pull something again with the other three with mountain mike's rays and and popple because their uh, corporate is different than the others. Um, so I'll have to figure something out in order to get video ads from them. Uh, but nonetheless, just to make the production and to make it uh, easier for not just ourselves, but our partners to get the, the word in as well, uh, that's what we're doing. But for the football season coming up, the fantasy season, uh, coming around again, last year's fantasy champion, Damon Farr, uh, will be the returning champ uh, next year. And uh, we are looking, once again, for people to join the league. At the end of the league, if you win, it is $100 and a surprise gift for the winner. Uh, so basically, all you have to do is you have to one you have to give us a follow and a like on now i'll put up the the ad and everything you don't have to do it right now even though much encouraged uh go hit that subscribe like and notification button and then hit that share button as well so that all your friends and family can be able to uh enjoy uh the talk and converse conversation um but getting all that together and making sure that the production and making sure that everything is good. Um, that's what we're trying to do. 
and we appreciate you guys uh, for sticking with us for the whole thing. And we're making it to a point where I'm thinking, and Kay, this is me asking you right now, so in front of God and everybody else, uh, be able to figure it out. I'm thinking for the shows, um, with the ad breaks and all that other kind of stuff, because I I told Leslie, Jenny, and Sebastian for about a minute and a half, two minutes, right? For their ad to be able to give good info, because I feel that's more than enough time to be able to give good for information about the company and everything else like that. Yeah, so uh, I was thinking, what? What is it that we can do? Because I want more people to be able, like, if they want, we're going to have to some, 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 some sort of, like, financial thing. And I'm looking at it now going, like, I don't know about you, but I kind of believe in, I, not kind of, I really believe in what we're doing. Um, from the feedback, and this is, you can call this a high conversation or whatever it is you can call it, that's fine. Um, I really do believe in what we're doing. I've told you guys, you and, and Mad Sticks and, and Sunshine, everybody else, like, I, I really do because it's a different take on things. It's a different, it's a more real conversation. It's not a sugar-coated, you know, fucking robotic conversation. This is pure on, pure based on how we feel and what we see. And then if we don't agree with each other on something, we, we talk about it. And from the feedback that I've gotten, it, it's positive. There are trolls, obviously. But, you know, for the most part, you know, it's pretty positive. But for this to really get off and go. Okay, is there some is there something? Is there something that we're missing? Or is it just something that it's just like uh, just continue to grind and we'll see. Well, both. So I just feel like we probably need to interact with the people a little more. Like mm. as far as Figuring out how to to actually get to touch the people, you know what I'm saying? Like being at places, figuring out things to do and have more content. Like like Nick was saying, content is king. We got to be able to put more content out. Like the reaction videos are taking off for sure, so continue doing those. But we got to have like, well, other content I, than just the episodes. Well, the reaction videos and stuff like that. I was telling um, Madstitch, I wanted to give you and him the password to the to the Joppo uh, account so that you guys can do reactions because I mean I don't want it really to just be me I want react like certain reaction videos to like sports reactions or whatever if you're able to remix it and stuff like do it on a reels for you guys to have it on there too because again it's, it's all it's not just me doing I'm not that. Right. 
I if I was talking to myself on the, I I wouldn't even know why the fuck I was doing it. But the fact that I have you guys to be able to bounce shit off of and we have guests that we can talk to and and everything else like that. I do I do believe in the same thing like with we need to get more uh like interactions with the viewers and listeners in the sense of well we have the fantasy thing that's one thing yeah and but i mean like randoms i mean like random people that's what i people mean that like the that, no i don't mean fantasy i mean as far as like content just out with people like even if you're just asking motherfuckers like historical oh. fucking sports questions you know what i'm saying like you can mm -hmm. just get like just say on some random shit you, you and your wife just out and you know what I'm saying? Like, if she's willing to do it, just, hey, can you film this right quick? And you just go ask a motherfucker historical goddamn sports question and see if they know it. And you could just, that could be content. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could ask motherfuckers just random ass questions. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who, who who's the fucking starting running back for the fucking Detroit Lions? Like, nobody's going to fucking guess that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I know, I know, I know who it is. Well, no, I, I, I do like I do like those videos where like, oh, if you can answer this question, I'll give you like five bucks or some shit like that. Yeah, like, like that, a that fucking kind of a Starbucks gift card. I give you the Starbucks gift card. Like if you get this right, Starbucks on me today and on this you got a gift card. Like you can fucking I, form it like that. I wanted to do like especially for when we do the San Jose State stuff, this just popped mm. into my head right now. As it comes to interaction, right? Mm -hmm. it's, especially if it's a late game, like a five to six o'clock game, mm -hmm. having a tailgate party with that, like that spinning wheel shit. Because I'm trying to get like these, because I, I'm pretty sure I showed you. I want to get like you know the lighters with our logo and everything on lot on it, like lanyards, just like small shit. You know what I mean? And then we'll we'll while we're doing the tailgate, they spin the spin the wheel, whatever it lands on, boom, that's the thing you get. You know, right. or, or or something like that. Be more interactive outside yeah, of the games. Just this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the games and random interaction, people get more interested in shit like that as well. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm telling you, like you can just figure out something to do, you know what I'm saying, like other content you know what i'm saying like because that's definitely we were already going to cover the game and the tailgate is a great idea that's a great idea um yeah no I, I i don't know what it is but i know it's something outside of the episodes Just and this. like the yeah. uh, sessions you know what i'm saying and shit like that like it has to be like something outside of that so it's showing like more personability to the people mm -hmm. If that's the right word, because I'm high. <laughs> uh, yeah, just more relatable and everything like that to people. Like something. There that you go. Can being more personable. Thank fuck. I mean, well, I might have been right the first time. Shit. I mean, we're, we're more than welcome. People, you know, coming in the comment section and you know during the show and stuff. But that I feel like if we can interact with more people on the outside that'll be something that oh okay we can react with them on the outside hey you know let's you know talk to them 
you know, during the show, you know, bring in the comments and everything else like that. It's just, Matt, the thing that I find difficult in this whole thing is a matter of scheduling mm-hmm. and what we do for work. That that's really the only thing that if I can perfect how it is that we kind of you know schedule everything it is that we do, that would make things so much easier. I was actually just about to ask you this. Mm. There's no chance in hell you move back out here to South, huh? <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. I thought so. Oh, no, 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 no. That's fine. I, I just wanted to ask that. I just wanted to ask to find out. No. Hey. No. No. The reason no. why I'm laughing like this is uh, last week I had a route uh, uh, in Davis, right? And oh. I rolled my windows down. I rolled my windows down because I was like, fuck, I'm tired of the AC. Uh, that heat hit me, and I was driving for about 20 minutes, bro. I was like, fuck <laughs> this. Yo, this is why I'm in the Bay Area, bro. That water is keeping me semi-cool, bro. Like, I cannot. Bro, it's been hitting triple digits damn near every fucking day out here, bro. Uh, and that's, and that's I'm out here moving furniture in people's houses. Tip your furniture, people. Like tip, tip, I, I feel bad for tip you. all the people who deliver because holy shit, it's a hell of a job to do. Yeah, that's what I was saying because I knew you were you were trying to actively look, so I was just wondering if at all there was any possibility that you would be interested in moving back down here for me to start talking to um, the people at work to help you out at least with the job aspect, at least to start off while you're out here. Got you. Unless you yeah, find no, something I'm, else. Uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm not fucking with sack no more, guy. I promise <laughs> you. Nah. I it's good. No, it's fine. It's completely fine. Sack brings back a shitload of bad memories, bro. <laughs> like, I had great yeah, times okay. out there, but I was like, "Fuck that, bro." Like, that that's kind of so one of the reasons. That's kind of one of the reasons why I didn't want to go back to San Jose. Not here. You know, I mean, there was good memories, obviously, in San Jose. I'm not going to knock the entire city, but just certain situations, I'd rather just, uh, all that kind of stuff. I'm not running. I just don't want to be where negative things happen. So, yeah. <laughs> so I came out here and everything's been fine. Uh, but no, I asked that because, like I said, I'm, I do want it to get to a point where all three of us are like in the same room doing it. And talking and everything, but in the meantime, until things like that could happen, uh, no, I do like the interactive aspects. I do like the tip, the tailgating thing. I wanted to do not just for the college games, but in case we uh, go to a pro game, like we go to let's say the Bucks come and play the Niners, you know, one year we get tickets to that game. And you know, go tailgating and stuff like that, doing an interactive thing there. Um, or if we decide somehow to go fucking catch a Bucks game out there in Tampa, you know, to finally go get that interview out there in Miami with Andrew and James, you know, capitalize on that shit. Just saying, like, there's a lot of things that you know, pro games and stuff like that that we can tailgate and be interactive and stuff like that. And I do like the aspect of. 
asking people, you know, random sports questions and, you know, hey, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I feel like when it comes to random sports questions, we need to know, we need to read the room. We got to be in a certain area and a certain space in order to pull that off. It yeah. has to be almost at an athletic event for us to do that. Uh, not necessarily. Any, you can't. You you can always catch people just in just in a jovial mood, man. Like it don't necessarily have to be like you could be in Costco and catch somebody ask them some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can catch people anywhere. Like you don't have to necessarily always be in a sports setting. Sports settings for sure is going to be very easy. For sure to go to, but I, I like you can just catch like most of those reaction shits. You catching people random places like motherfuckers catch them coming out of the movies. You know what I'm saying? Like people catch people in different fucking spaces at the mall. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just you can catch people anywhere. Yeah, it don't necessarily have to always be sports though. Yeah, I'm just saying like when it comes to at least for the Joppos because. By the way, a hundred followers now on Twitter. All organic. Hell yeah. Appreciate that, guys. We finally hit that milestone. So let's go even farther from here. We hit over uh, 200 followers on Instagram. We appreciate everybody over there on IG uh, for giving us love. And uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of ideas and a lot of things that uh, we can do, that we want to do, that we kind of need y'all's help to do. Uh, so show up, show out, and uh, once again, follow, like, subscribe, share, you know, whew, that. Wake yourself up in the morning with a nice bell and a notification every time we drop an episode or go live. Um, yeah. You got anything, Kai, before we head out? Um... Make sure you wash your ass. Uh, well said. Well said, my friend. Well said. Uh, love each other. Do be good, and don't forget to wash your ass. We love you guys. All for job folks for myself, JP, for the six ten beast, uh, Mister Country K. We will see you guys next time. Deuces. Aloha. Oh, he said it.